What's going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Ethan and Terry Show, a podcast dedicated to covering and tackling the latest in sports and entertainment. It's your boy Ethan, aka Easy Pull Up, and I'm here with Terry Jenkins Jr. for episode number 26. Terry, how you doing, man? Doing great, bro. Can't complain, man. Yeah, can't complain at all, bro. I mean, hey, more big news, man. And uh, you know, we got you know what we got to talk about first. We got to get into the Patriots, man. The Patriots signed Cam Newton to a one-year deal. As soon as I saw that come across my phone, I knew you were gonna have a lot to say about it. So let's let's not uh let's not waste time and go ahead and get into it, bro. Uh, how do you feel, man? You excited? You you feel optimistic now, bro? I'm extremely, extremely happy, man. I'm, I'm like you don't you don't know the excitement, and I don't know if you recall um, the episode when Tom Brady did departure, and we had Cam Newton out there. Mm-hmm. Um, Cam was one of my wants um, for our team, man, because I felt like a quarterback like Cam Newton would put us back into contention um, to compete, man, in the playoffs, especially in the AFC. Um, to put it in a more basic sense, the and AFC East, we all know about the AFC East, man. It's not a, it's not a question that AFC East is very weak, and our team, man. Probably the most disappointing thing about Brady's departure was our team isn't built. It's not like we're rebuilding for the future. We have guys, especially on the defensive side of Paul, that can win now. Like our defense is a win now situation. Yeah, our, our running backs a win now situation. And so we we have pieces. We just need another piece. And adding Cam is definitely that piece, man. It allow it gives New England. Um, Honestly, kind of what Bill has wanted in, in the past two, three years, someone to take care of the ball, um, converge on first down, third and short, and play defense and run the ball. I mean, we still have Sony Michelle, still got um, White back there in the backfield. And so it's just like adding Cam is adding a dual-threat quarterback, something um, I don't think, honestly, we've ever had in New England, period. I mean, we – We've had special plays with Stick Julian Edelman in the backfield because he played quarterback in high school. But now adding the element of Cam, man, Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick are going to have fun, man, with with the concept of our offense this year. Um, I see it becoming very, very similar to the Baltimore Ravens. Um, A lot of running, um, you know, Five, six yards here, five, six, six yards here, methodically moving it down the field, using tight ends. Um, we picked up Kevin Bird, which he's a he's a speedster at mm-hmm. wide out. Um, so, you know, we still have Muhammad Sanu. We still, of course, have um, Julian Edelman. Um, so, oh, yeah, don't forget Nikhil O'Harry, if he can come into his own. Yeah. Um, the, the first um, wide receiver to be taken in the first rounds in 20 years. So man, I'm I'm extremely excited, man. I'm I'm thankful that Robert Kraft and Bill decided to give Cam a chance because I just read um probably like ten minutes ago what Richard Sherman was saying about Cam Newton. It's crazy to think that someone who is recently a lead MVP was voted as the best player in the league by far um, during that 2015 season. And then on top of that, you you can't name nobody can name fifteen quarterbacks that are legitimately better than Cam Newton. Who 
are getting paid right now to play. There's quarterbacks right now, Ethan, that are receiving $15, $16 million a year, and they're not on camp status. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, you can't really sugarcoat it. It's sad. I can't even think. Um, Ryan Tannehill, he's not better than Cam Newton. No, absolutely no, not. No, he's not better than Cam Newton. And, and so you think about and not picking on Ryan Tannehill. He's just one of the quarterbacks who was offered a hundred plus a million dollars by the Tennessee Titans last year. Mm-hmm. And he literally for two playoff games did not throw over 200 yards in two playoff games combined. Um, one game he didn't even throw for a hundred yards to get through for like 85, 83 yards. And so it was it was a disrespectful offseason for Cam Newton because for the first time in my life, I was hearing commentators say that coaches did not want to bring Cam Newton in on their team because they were afraid that he would compete for the starting position and win the starting position. So you basically just said you don't want to bring this guy in to be quarterback for your team because you know he's better than your starting quarterback. It doesn't make sense. Like It's, it's, it's <laughs> absurd. Know? It's absurd. Yeah, it, it was crazy. The reports, and it, it, you had ESPN reporters saying this with a straight face, and I'm just like, oh. And it, to me personally, it was a stereotype because Cam Newton's, you know, he's he's not the universal um, NFL typical quarterback. He's, not. he's he's very colorful. Um, he he has the way he expresses himself emotionally, um, and then also from the way he dressed, he he's a very outspoken person. He wears his heart on his sleeve, um, and coaches aren't used to that type of, you know, quarterback. And then I, I've always felt like people are entirely too hard on Cam after that season, um, especially in the Super Bowl. We we talk about so many other Super Bowls, and we like to pick and nitpick on people's shortcomings. Cam Newton was going up against probably one of the best defenses the NFL has seen in a while, probably since the the Baltimore Ravens, that Denver defense with Von Miller coming off the edge was amazing, man. Von Miller this year was was destroying people, man. And and Cam had a honestly had a better game than Peyton Manning in that game. Peyton Manning had a horrible game. Mm -hmm. Um, Cam was just under pressure by one of the best defensive ends of all time, man. Von Miller's a beast still to this day. And so... I mean, I feel like Cam has sustained a few injuries, but healthy Cam, which is, uh, he's shown us, you know, through his film, that he is healthy, and according to doctors, they've cleared him to play. Man, with New England, we're right back in the I'm, I'm being honest. I don't. We're right back in the race. As far as the AFC, two teams before to yesterday, before that news, were in your mind as far as coming out the AFC, and that was the Chiefs or the Ravens. And now you throw New England back into that conversation. You have to. There's no other team. There's not a lot of competition, especially in the AFC East. I mean, without a quarterback, you even thought, well, maybe Bill Belichick may pull it off. But now with Cam Newton, you're like, oh, yeah, definitely. The Patriots are winning the AFC East. And probably will be close to having one of the best records in the AFC. And so I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm ready to get my Cam Newton jersey, bro. As soon as they release it, I'm copping one. I'm copping a Cam jersey. You know what? And, and honestly, it might be before I cop my Tom Brady jersey, my um, Bucks jersey. 
I wonder where you're still getting a Bucks jersey. But um I'm still getting a Bucks jersey. Those <laughs> ugly colors, bro. I got I gotta find some shoes. We we gonna make something work. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting that. Hey, <laughs> I'm you know you know shirt. what? Cause, cause they're they're bringing the actual um it looks more like their their uniforms from when they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, so okay, yeah, so they're a little bit more respectable. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. They're brown, bro. They're brown. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Red and brown? When has that ever really just, you know, I, I said, firefighters, maybe? I, said, <laughs> I mean, I said respectable. I, said, I didn't say it was nice. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but, I mean, it's better what they had going on. And plus, the the white Tom Brady jersey does look pretty cold. I'm not going to Yeah, that does look pretty nice. It's probably the one I'm going to go with, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. Uh, but, but no, you know, Terry, it's, it's funny. You're right. It, just, it instantly puts them... Uh, puts the buck the, not Buccaneers puts the Patriots back into the conversation for a uh, best record in the AFC. Um, you know, as I just look ahead to the season, you know, you're right. Oh, bro. Schedules easy peasy, let me squeezy, man. Oh, I, I went, shit. I went, I literally went through the schedule. Yeah. Um, today and I was like, dub, dub, L, L, because I think we played the Chiefs like the third or, or fourth week. It's like an L, dub, L. Like I had us losing to the Chiefs. Um, to the Ravens, uh, we might lose to Miami once, like we do every single year for some apparent reason. Um, man, I, I don't remember another opponent on the schedule. That's how I was like, okay, we we'll probably lose that one. Yeah. I mean, and again, it's because AFC, like you just think of the people who could potentially contend. The Chargers, but the Chargers, they don't have a quarterback. You would have thought they would have went out and got Cam Newton. They didn't. No. Maybe they do believe in Tyrod Taylor. I'm not going to bash him. He has, he's had a few good seasons, but I don't know behind the offense line what he can get done. Um, and then I, I honestly don't believe in Justin Herbert there. You, you think about the Browns. Can they get it together? Can they pull it together with all that talent that they have on the offensive side of the ball? Um, and now on defensive side of the ball as well. So you think can the Browns maybe um, pull it together? Um, sticking to their division, does Ben have one more um, Hall of Fame type year in him? Like, there's so many questions and not enough answers in the AFC. The only answers that you could think of, honestly, is Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. and Lamar Jackson. That's pretty much it. And so. I feel like this puts the Pats, especially with that defense. We still have Hightower. We still have Gilmore. We still have McCourt, them both of um, the McCourty brothers. Um, I mean, we're stacked, man. We really are. Um, are we still, and of course, we still have the GOAT. We still have Bill Belichick. Yeah. And anything is possible, man. Um, I'm excited for the year now. I pray we have a season. I don't know how this is going to work out, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, NFL still has not revealed any plans. I honestly feel like the NFL is like, man, we're a trillion dollar corporation. You guys know what we're gonna do by any means necessary. We ain't got to reveal a plan. Yeah. Uh, no. I, I mean, I do, I do hope everyone's safe though. Uh, no, absolutely. I mean, uh, I mean, looking ahead, bro, I, I am really excited now to see what the Patriots can do. They're definitely gonna be the most watched team. I mean, I'm actually comparing the hype now for that for that team, kind of what the Browns had last season. Like with with OBJ and uh, and Landry and everybody. Um, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. But, it's it's gonna be hype, not only because it's the Patriots, but because you have Cam. Yeah. And, and for the first time, people are gonna be seeking transparency within their organization. Of course, we had a, we had a small little bit with Grunk, but you saw that didn't work out, and Grunk actually had to leave. Yeah. And I just throw this nugget out there: Cam Newton is only thirty years old. Yeah. Just throw it out there. We signed him to one year contract. 
I honestly got it being by like week five, week six. He's we're probably gonna extend him three or four years. He's only thirty, guys. Only thirty. Man, Cam, bro, just just thinking about the offense because that's the thing about the Patriots, bro. They were just the big question mark was just that quarterback. Yeah, that was it. That that was it. And and now <laughs> that that question mark seems to be answered. And I'm curious to see what Belichick does, bro. You know, Cam isn't the quote unquote traditional quarterback yeah. that they're used to having, i.e. in Tom Brady, i.e. in Drew Bledsoe. So, you know, I'm curious to see what Belichick can do, man. It's gonna be a lot of fun to watch. So Terry, I'm gonna congratulate you, bro. <laughs> yeah. I mean and, and to all of the delusional people out there who really think that Stidham's <laughs> no, chill out. Come no. On, Yo, leave him alone, man. Yeah, Stidham Stidham when Stidham found out the get news, he probably got a call from Bill beforehand telling him, Hey Stidham, we're just gonna have you sit this year and figure things out. Cause yeah, you true. You know, it's two months before the season kicks off, but Josh McDaniels and Bill has probably honestly been talking to Cam for probably the past month. Knowing us, I know us. You know how we do stuff. Yeah, um, we've probably already orchestrated an entire um, new offensive scheme around Cam, and, and Cam's in a very intelligent um, human being. So grasping the concept of the offense, I feel like it'll be easy for him. Um, working on chemistry with Julian Edelman and them guys, hey, they they know their information, and, and Cam is going to learn his. I feel like we're going to be good. Cam's going to start right out the gate. There's no reason he shouldn't. Um, and I, I'm really hoping and praying that not only that we do great as a team, excuse me, but Cam just comes back and proves all the doubters wrong more than anything. I, I just I, I want to see that happen, man. It will be a great story. And people forget about what a motivated Cam Newton will do to your defense. Oh, yeah. Like this oh, guy, yeah. this guy's as big as your defensive end, your linebacker. You know, relax. <laughs> so, so it's gonna be fun to watch, man. So, uh, so I'm glad to get your take on that, Terry. Uh, so let's go ahead and segue into basketball, bro. Last week, the NBA released uh, the the schedule for uh, for the remainder of the NBA season, man. That we know that the season tips off on July 30th. Uh, from what you've seen so far, as well as uh, all the reports of uh, NBA players, you know, con- contracting the coronavirus. You know, I mean, are you any more excited? Now, know you know now about the players that the names that have been released as well as the plan that the NBA has. Um, man, that's a tough question. Good question. Um, because <laughs> am I any more excited? Yeah, um, it's it's a yes and no thing. I'm excited because man, I'm ready to watch basketball just like everybody else. I want, I'm ready to see the season play out. I want to see the Zion. Versus the Lakers, runs um, a ball. Brandon Ingram going back at if the Lakers for revenge in the playoffs. Um, I really want to know what's going to happen with Giannis in the East. Can the Seventy Sixers, um, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris can they pull it together and can they actually you know become something? Uh, man, the story in Toronto that that nobody seems to be paying attention to. How would that unfold? Um, it's just so much that I want to see, but at the same time, again, Jokic, he's not going to be returning. And, and if he does play, it won't be into the playoffs. He's going to, by the time the playoffs come, he's going to be getting retested and he would have to pass with flying colors. And even then, probably going to be some people who are kind of skeptical. Um, just 
to allow him to play. Um, DeAndre Jordan, Spencer Dewey, the Nets are in the playoffs, but it looks like they're going to have a first-round bounce as well. Um, I don't believe they're one of those teams that have to play in. I believe that they have like a fifth or sixth seed right now, so I'm pretty sure they'll get in. Um, but they're definitely going to get bounced out in the first round. I mean, you know, KD, of course, he hasn't played all year. You know, Kyrie, he's probably only played a game and a half <laughs> this year. Now you're down with Dewey. I mean, Karis LeVert is wonderful. Um, Josh Allen is wonderful. But no no Spencer, no DeAndre Jordan. I, I just don't see how they even win a game, uh-huh. um, no matter who they're playing against in the playoffs. And so, man, and, and the biggest question is, will, will we finish the season? Ethan, I don't. We we may have a starting week, but I don't know if we get to the playoffs. And if we get to the playoffs, I'm even going to be more afraid because it's just like, will we even finish this thing? Yeah. What if we get to get to the playoffs and after the first two games of the first round, oh, we have to shut down again? Like I would feel a lot better, and and I really feel like, you know, if you, if you take a look at all four major American uh, American professional sports leagues. Uh, you know, in the in the NBA, MLB, NFL, and NHL, or or five month or MLS, this is a growing one. Yeah. I I really feel like the NFL is is just taking notes. That I, I feel like they're just taking notes because what, how the way that the NBA is trying to frame this with the bubble, you know, same same with like MLS and the NWSL and and kind of like what Major League Baseball is trying to do. They're just taking notes. And you know who else is taking notes? The IOC, the International Olympic Committee. They're taking notes for when they bring back the Olympics in Tokyo in 2021 on like how to frame this, if it like when, where, and how it goes wrong. Like a lot of this stuff, bro, really just seems like guinea pig testing, to be honest. And it was just why they're pushing so hard for it, I believe. They do want the insight, they do want the research, and of course they want to make yeah. that money. So it's 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 looking. I'm like you though. I would not be surprised a week, two weeks into it, even more players start start uh, start contracting the virus, and there are more and more cases of the players, staff, coaches, you name it. And it, I mean, I'm I'm convinced. And it's in Florida too. I would feel I would feel so much better about this if it wasn't in Florida. <laughs> yeah, and Florida just it's a, it's not the place. Yeah, it's. A lot of crazy things happen in Florida. So, um, to answer your question, I don't know, Ethan. I, I'm I'm kind of excited, but part of, part of me feels like Terry, don't get too happy because you're probably going to get let down after you know, two three weeks. Um, but but I, I you said something very interesting. It is kind of just a test run for everybody else too as well. They want to see exactly what happened. Want to see how it works out, and it's, if it is successful. Mm-hmm. Um, then other other organizations will implement this plan as well. If it's not successful, then other organizations will have to try to figure out a way to be, you know, a trailblazer in this moment. Yeah. Um, and eventually, bro, I'm probably just gonna get there on the island. Like, I'm, I'm surprised the NFL just was like, "Hey, let's run out Hawaii real quick and um, <laughs> let's just have the games over there." Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, Eventually, you know, somebody's gonna buy it on Island. If anybody, if somebody's gonna do it, it's gonna be NFL. So, billionaires, put your money together, man, and give us an Island so we can we can have some sports. But um, I I don't know, Ethan. I really don't. I, I would love to see who Giannis um, win the championship this year. I was hoping that would be this year, but I don't know if I ever get the answer to that question, man. Well, we'll see. 
we'll see. Yeah, man, we'll certainly see, man. Um, all I can say is, is that it's not looking very good. These cases, bro, by the day, are continuing to grow, to to grow in the spike nationwide, and, it, and it's a scary sight to see. Um, you know, speaking of seasons potentially getting canceled, or in this case, getting canceled, uh, it was reported that last week HBCU Morehouse College, which is a uh, which is uh, located located in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, they have canceled all sports, all fall sports uh, for for the upcoming year. Um, could this could we see a domino effect, man? Definitely. Um, yeah. Definitely. Um, I probably said it before. I'm on, on our program in the past, but it, I don't see college sports really happening, not outside of the big, big conferences, you know, the, and maybe with even within the big conferences, it might not be successful because um, traveling is an issue. Eh? Yeah. You know, you college, the college schedule is way different than the NFL schedule. So you're talking about taking these kids from state to state. Um, to play football when most college, camp, college campuses won't even be on campus. Like, you know, I I got a notification from Houston Baptist University where I attend for my master's, and, and they sent out a big email just warning everybody that, hey, right now, we still don't know. We're, we're planning to return on a fall, but we honestly don't know um, exactly how it's going to play out. And so, Right now, school organizations don't know if they'll be on campus. And if you don't have students actively on campus um, to be students, I mean, that's what the college athlete is. You're a student first. That's a student athlete. That's why that student becomes before the athlete. And how can you explain those those players going out to play for no reason? If they're not attending school, even if it's just online, let's say they have online courses then you really expect them to to gather on the field to play football. Can you really expect that? I mean, we we know there's been a number of universities who've tried practicing, and then all of a sudden, after a week or two, there's 20-some-odd players who get get infected with the virus. And Mm -hmm. high schools are even now trying to slowly bring out um, their players for off-season football, but they, they're having a council all over the country. And so it's kind of like, it's going to happen. I mean, especially for, for colleges who, who are in subdivisions of the NCAA, they're going to be the first to announce. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you, you hear a conference like the Big East announce where we won't be having football this year. They may not say anything about basketball yet, but they'll go ahead and announce, you know, fall sports. And, and and so on. We may even get to the point where you have, let's say, the SEC just play SEC teams within, I don't know, Alabama on that state only, or Big 12 teams only play in the state of Texas. Or you may have something where the state of Texas just play Texas teams and, and Arkansas play Arkansas teams um, just so it could have some type of college sports to watch or something to watch. But I don't imagine it being in the same format. The NCAA is, is really, um, out of all the organizations, the NCAA has the most cha- challenging job to me. Not only because they, they're representing uh, more than one sport, sports organization, but the amount of people that they have to govern on yeah. top of the fact that these players aren't getting paid for this. No. 
And I mean, and, and it's funny you say that, bro. Um, like the example you just gave about how all schools within one state, all colleges, universities within one state just play against each other. I mean, now you're you're entertaining the possibility of having a conference realignment, man, because if because you, yeah. you, you want to just try to minimize travel. And then on top of that, you won't even have games like, you know, Oregon versus Auburn. Where you know you want to try to strengthen your schedule so it can look good. That's out. Of, that's out of the question. It's out of the, it's out, no it's out of the question. No way. It's out of the question. Yeah. And, and and also even with this year, let's say if they they were to bring back uh, college football, uh, definitely no bowl games. <laughs> oh no. Um, no. 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 Not the uh, hundred and twenty unnecessary games they play at the end. Of I mean, year. nobody's yeah. trying to risk their life for the GoDaddy Bowl. For the Dollar General no. Bowl, right? For <laughs> no. the for, for the Popeyes Hawaiian Bowl or, or whatever whatever bowl that they have or the shit. Ethan, at this point, me and you should just put our savings together and just have our own bowl game, bro. At at, the, at this point, the Ethan and Terry Show Bowl, bro. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the ETS Bowl is wild. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, I mean, honestly, we'll we'll, we'll find a location and so get that many together. Unnecessary bowl games. Man, so I, don't, I don't know about you, man. I feel like it's gonna be a bag and a half trying to get somebody from the SEC. So, uh, honestly, dog, yeah. we, <laughs> we we'd be better off inviting Division two schools if they want to pull up, or we're gonna <laughs> or we're gonna have straight Sun Belt and Conference USA. Uh, <laughs> anyway, on, on that note, man, uh, that that was all I had, man, on the docket. Yo, do you want you want to talk about anything else? You've been watching Top Rank Boxing. On ESPN? Um, no, no, I have not. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. I have not been watching top rank boxing. Hey, top rank boxing is uh, looking good, man. I'm, t- <laughs> I'm telling you, bantamweight. Oh, come on, you, bro. You have to see many times. And they come on ESPN. Does it come on ESPN? Yeah, it comes on ESPN. I believe it's. Oh, is it Thursday nights? I think it's Thursday nights, bro. <laughs> it's it's crazy, you, man. You have to see me remind. I'll check it out, but no, I'm not. Um. <laughs> I guess my my closing statements um, will be um, rest in peace, um, Zuri Gomez, Denarius Daniel, and Raheem Dickerson, man. Um, Over the past week, I've lost three classmates. Um, I mean, it's crazy, bro. Life is just – life in 2020 seems unreal, definitely. Um, to say the least. So, um, for for every member of those guys' family, um, I know they all, all three of them had a lot of friends. Um, my prayers go out to you guys. My condolences go out to you guys. Um, yeah. If you listen to the show, man, you, you know I'm. I could be kind of the emotional character here, but um, hug, getting love on your on your loved ones. Um, friends and family members you may have not called in a while, and call them, give them a ring, shoot them a text, send them a snap, uh, Insta message, uh, TikTok. I don't, I don't know if you guys send TikToks, but whatever you do, um, reach out to that person, man. Um, yeah. Life, life is something that we all get one shot at or one chance at, no matter what religion or however you believe it, this one life that you, that you live in currently, um, these events will never repeat themselves. And so cherish the moments that you have with others. I know it's kind of hard with the coronavirus going on and we have other issues going on as far as dealing with racial discrimination here in this country, but 
in spite of all the darkness right now that is it's not just over the United States but over the world um find that silver lining um cling to to your loved ones man and and cherish each moment yo well said and also man to that i i also have uh have lost uh, a classmate as well as a uh, a cousin um so i just want to say rest in peace to uh Alyssa Ellis who's who's my classmate um you know my thoughts and prayers are with your family uh and your loved ones uh she she leaves behind uh i believe a uh, i believe a fiance uh as well as a um as a, as a son and a daughter so two children uh so if i'm not mistaken so rest in peace to Alyssa Ellis rest in peace to uh to Jonathan Gaines uh who passed away uh actually on the same on the same day if i'm not mistaken uh, as my classmate um, you know, my thoughts and prayers are with your, 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 uh, your, your immediate family, your loved ones. Um, yeah, man, RP King, bro. That, you know, that was, uh, yeah, that was, that was, that was a shocker. And, you know, it's crazy, man, is that, you know, all of them were, you know, around our, either the same age as us, bro, or the same age bracket. And definitely, yeah. And, uh, to your point, man, you know, you only get one life, man. So hug your loved ones, man. Uh, you know, show love to everybody. Call up your friends you ain't spoke to them, man. There's no excuse nowadays, bro. You know, we don't have to worry. Uh, we don't have to rely on was a Pony Express or whatever it was back then, yeah. man. You know, you you can you can FaceTime, Zoom call, DM, Facebook message, whatever. You know, reach out to somebody, man. Reach out to to your loved ones. Uh, and also, man, coronavirus is real, bro. COVID nineteen is real, y'all. Mask up, practice social distancing. You know, adhere to to all the advice and all the recommendations from the CDC and, uh, and your local health authority, you know, can't play around with this y'all. Please stay safe. Sports will, sports will be here. You know what I'm saying? But we all, but we, but we only get one life, man. So cherish it and love yours. Definitely bro. Yeah. Well, Terry, man, on that note, man, bro, you take it easy, man. Oh, one more thing, man. I just want to shout out, uh, I guess kind of in on a positive note, you want to shout out to my homie, Tony, his wife, Emily, on the birth of their beautiful baby girl. Oh uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I just saw that on the gram, man. Uh, no, I'm not sure if he tunes in, but bro, man, hey, I love you, man. Congratulations, uh, and, and you know, more life, more everything. So yeah. <laughs> so all right, man, Terry, bro, I appreciate you, man. I love you, bro. Take care, and uh, I'm gonna get up with you. All right, bro. Love you too. All right, bro.